G'day, everyone. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Happy Friday. <laughs> it means it's this. This. Quick, quick, quick. Here's a podcast. Quick, go. Friday podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. If you don't look back, you're just going to repeat the same mistakes. This is why Maddie reflects on the week. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Abby, she made quite a bold statement this week. You're the smartest guy I ever met. Pretty clever. In my household, my boys all believe that Stav is the smartest guy they know. Oh, they think finally you some are recognition. incredibly smart. And mm. often they will say, ah, oh, Stav. Or what did Stav say? Does Stav know? And we all know that Stav, he does love to throw some pretty rando facts out there. Mash was such a popular TV show that when the finale aired, the end of the show, the toilets all backed up and flooded because everyone was saving themselves for the end of the show to go to the bathroom and they all flushed the toilets at exactly the same time. I've used that. Every time I went to the toilet when I went to New York, I walked out and was like, hey. Hey, did you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> we investigated that one and it was proven to be real. But this week I learned that Stav is a fact. Stealer. My son has found out where you get them all from, mm. and he's not really impressed. Uh-huh. He was watching the Wiggles, and there's a cow song, <laughs> and the cow <laughs> throws mm. out facts. Right. And this is it. I often ostriches bigger than its brain. That's all this turtle left when leaving a cave. And he goes, does he just get his facts from the Wiggles? I do not get all my facts from the Wiggles. Hang on, let's just double-check the audio cross-reference. Did you know that an ostrich's eyeball is bigger than its brain? <laughs> you, you can inform him <laughs> that it is, in fact the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> and any time they want to write a song, they call me up and say, Stab, you got any random facts for me? Like, oh, not again, Simon. Did you know that Lockie and Emma broke up? Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> Do you know that Anthony's a bit of baggage and he's not really doing it? Yes, I know that one. I want some actual facts. The eye of an ostrich is bigger than its brain. That's plagiarism. <laughs> if you keep on listening to that song, it goes, In New York, when MASH finished, all the toilets got backed up. Mmm, <laughs> I believe they call that busted custard. Hello, Australia. I am Big Brother. Mike Goldman joined us to chat Big Brother this week. Can you believe it was 20 years ago he started narrating the show? Each night on Big Brother, Australia has watched the romance between Pete and Christina blossom. And I think we're onto this kind of sheet shaking. His voice is one that pretty much anyone can recognise instantly. What was your voice like before puberty? <laughs> Hello, how are you going? <laughs> I started doing voiceovers when I was about 11, and one of the first wow. ads I did was for the pimple cream, and I had to say, Shimon <laughs> just called me Zit Face. <laughs> <laughs> I learnt that besides Big Brother and those Amart All Sports ads, he's done a whole heap of other voices we wouldn't know. On the voice uh. of the mosquito on the Raid commercials. On Ooh, the voice can you do of the 10-pin bowling ball on the AMF 10-pin bowling ad. Would you like one of those? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, please. I'd like the mosquito, please. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, my God, I can't believe we're talking to you. That's all over the world. 10-bit bowling ball okay. is... Now it's time for my bumper bowling shot. Here yeah. I go. Wow. All right. You're actually really impressive. good, Mike. That That's really impressive. impressive. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. We are in unprecedented times because we're all in this together unprecedentedly. And during it, we've all been working from home, too. 
There are a lot of people that wanted to work from home. They wanted to have the flexibility and it just was never allowed. It was never something their workplace could work out until it was forced during COVID. We had to go into isolation. People were encouraged to work from home. So a lot of people did for the first time. They've done a, a survey from over 2,000 Aussies on the activities that they've got up to. So we thought we'd put the Hit 105 team to the test. Had our producers, Nick, the promotions manager, and our station manager, Jack, been up to no good during work hours? First question, all right? right? You're going to make statements and they just hang up if they've done it. 41% of people admit to knocking off early. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there goes yeah, our boss, Jack. Have you had a nap during work hours? No one hung up. So, Nick, no. you haven't had a nap at all? I haven't had a nap, no. I'm worried about the, the future questions. But <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Netflix during work hours? Oh, good question. Oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh we lost Nick's gone. We lost Nick. Have you ever had an alcoholic beverage um, during work hours? We just lost our assistant producer, Nat. <laughs> She's hung up. Has anyone had any um, special cuddles during work hours working from home? We lost Parente, our video guy. <laughs> if he Fair films enough. it, does it still work? <laughs> if Only if he posts it to Facebook does it ever come to Doctor. I must admit, we've all been a little bit naughty, haven't we? Karen? Karen. You've definitely seen the Karen meme. Karen! Oh, poor Karen. Karen always gets a bad rap. Karen is generally characterised as an irritating, entitled woman. They have the can-I-speak-to-the-manager haircut. And we've all come across a Karen before, haven't we? It's not fair on Karens. They're a lovely group of people, but unfortunately they've got a bad name online because if someone doesn't know their name but there is a female complaining, they nickname her Karen. Her nails are always perfect. Yes. Her hair is always done. Mm. Everyone wants a Karen in their group. Yes. You need a Karen. To use as like a weapon. You've got to have a Karen to have you back. We were wondering, though, is there a male version of a Karen? I learnt... Yep. Darren. Darren and Karen. Makes sense. Does make sense. Yeah, that's what all my mates used to call me. I'm the Darren of the group. I worked in hospitality for over 10 years, and every customer that complained that was a male was John. Definitely Gary. My brother's father-in-law is, is a Gary, and he's just a yes man to his Karen. So whatever Karen says, he doesn't have a say about it. He just goes and does it. Definitely Martin wears his cargo shorts that have multiple pockets, yep. brown sandal shoe, button-up shirt mm. with his glasses, and when we go camping together, his biggest complaint is everything. <laughs> uh, is Martin your cousin, your brother, your... <laughs> he's, he's just a friend of ours who comes camping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up on everything in our podcast and see inside with our studio videos on our Stab Abby and Matt Facebook page. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? Our number is 131060. You can call at any time, especially now, because it's first calls. Alex, uh, what do you want to say? Oh, I was just basically going off, um, you know, those embarrassing encounters that you have with strangers out in the public. Yeah. And um, I just thought I'd make you feel better because I've got a ripper. Okay. So basically, I'm standing in line at a... Um, a fitting room with my daughter. She's trying on some clothes and I'm looking around and I, I don't have long, luscious locks. So I'm looking and admiring this person over there and thick, long hair that has let it go grey, didn't have that temptation to colour it and all that sort of business. And I turn to the woman next to me and I just go, oh my God, that man has the most beautiful hair. And the woman turns around to me and she goes, that's not a man, that's my mother. Oh. And so... 
I'm stuck at the fitting room because my daughter's in there. It's sort of like I can't go, oh, look at the time, and off <laughs> I go. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that's like, so... That's embarrassing. She wouldn't come out because she just heard what happened. Oh. <laughs> and then what are you yelling underneath to your daughter? I'll just buy everything. I don't care what size <laughs> it is. Let's get out. Just Let's get, get out. out. I just oh. take it. I just take it. And I just sort of looked at her and I went, um, sorry, still got hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, these days you can Cover. say, I just didn't want to, I shouldn't have assumed anyone could be anything they want these days. That's true. Poor thing. Uh, Libby in Collingwood Park, it's first calls time. What have you got for us? Good morning, team. Davy, I have got a hamburger phone. Oh, you are cool. Um, are you calling <laughs> from it right now? I'm not. It's actually plugged into my, uh, plugged in as like a, just a, um, ornament at my house. Ah. Do you guys oh, remember right. the hamburger phones? Uh, from home, yeah. yeah, they had it in the diner at Home and Away, didn't they? For years, I don't know. that's where yeah. they. That's where I remember. A does it still phone, work, right? Libby? Like, have you got a home? Yeah, it does. Uh, like, yeah, it does. <sighs> my uh, my mum brought it over from America. She did a trip over there uh, yeah. with my dad years and years ago, and brought it over, and we plugged it in, and that was our house phone for years. So cool. Wow. After I've the still movie got Gino one of those. Came out, you couldn't buy them. They were sold out around the world because they. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, that's yeah. around the time we got it. Yeah, well done. Right, is anyone at your house now? Uh, no. Oh, I was going to say, I'll put you back onto, onto the producer. We'll get the home number and ring it, see if anyone answers. But, uh, yeah, no, unfortunately not. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, Libby. Uh, Abby's on the air. Hi, Abby. Hi, everyone. How are you? Great. Good. That's good. So I called you guys last week um, to talk about the girls' night, um, and your producers contacted me to, like, talk about it, how it actually went. Yeah, yeah. You oh, have yes. your first um, night out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this study is actually correct because I know it has done wonders for all of our <laughs> mental health mm-hmm. and for all of us because we all work in different professions mm. and not one of us lost our job over COVID. Like, we're really thankful for that. Mm. But just the mentalness of all of it, like for ourselves and our husbands, our children, mm-hmm. um, and like that learning from home while also trying to work from home. Um, I kept going out to work and my husband like did the learning from home with our two boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was absolutely worth it. Like for the dinner. So Abby, and, Abby, um, you really, you said there was a study where girls needed a night out. You were well, they're just saying that um, they're taking on more load during um, COVID, and a lot of it is like the mental load as well. And they're saying yeah. that if you're an extrovert, and basically if you're a female, because you like to talk more, <laughs> mm. they're saying that they're suffering more because they don't have that bitch fest. Do you know? Just to let it off and then like <laughs> feel better now. Yeah. So, so obviously Abby, Abby had that up, all like, night. last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was so amazing. Um, Who'd you bitch yeah, about on your girls' night out? Um, just kids, um, because we do have some children with additional needs and just trying to navigate through all of that. Yeah. Um, husbands, because they're husbands. Yeah, husbands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, husbands. Bosses, maybe. Uh, work colleagues, you know. Uh, cool. <laughs> hey, Jason, you're feeling it this morning, buddy. You're in pain. Pain, I'm absolutely in torture here this morning. I don't know what's going on with those Broncos, guys. I am gutted. Yeah. It cost me 80 bucks over the last four weeks in vouchers, uh, in uh, scratches for all my mates, and I had to deactivate Facebook oh. as of this morning. I've copped it. <laughs> oh, no. What's well, the... Maddie is over there trying to be positive. He's like, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't as bad. We're like, it was a bit of a thrashing. He's like, nah, because it's better nah. than last time. Like, I don't know no, when that's... you're going to... Oh, I, I don't know how much worse it can really oh. get. Mate, this is the thing, right? It's like... Coming in here after a Broncos loss is like having a shit boyfriend and I'm catching up with the girls. I come in, I know... 
that they're bad for me. They know that they're bad for me. I can't quite get away from them. Mm-hmm. And every time I see my friends, they just remind me of how bad of a partner they are. So I'm kind of at the moment it's just, just a practice here. It's just a practice yeah. here. Well, my weekend, my weekends are gone. I'm actually going to have to probably spend time with the missus now if the Broncos keep going that bad because she's more entertainment than what they are. <laughs> Jason, after hearing this, I don't think you have to. You should be fine. <laughs> she knows I love her. Yeah, She's she probably knows. got better ball control. She knows. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say, mate. I've, I've uh, lost for words on them. Wait, they who are they playing they next? They are rudderless. Yeah. Um, who are they playing next? Probably someone who'll beat them. Uh, we've got the Gold Coast Titans. Oh, I tell right. you what, Jason, if we if lose we don't beat the Titans. if we lose to the Gold Coast <laughs> Titans, it. that is it. Then you'll hear it. Then you well, it's, then it's, you'll it's hear actually it. a, it's at Suncorp Stadium, so and there's allowed two thousand people from next weekend, so that means that'll be a Titans record home crowd. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Thanks for calling. Stav, Abby and Matt. On hit one oh five. Cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> You remember when FOMO was a thing? Ooh. That we all used to talk about fear of missing out. There was a party on. You used to be like, why aren't I there? And I know a lot of people are eager to get back to normal. But nah. there's, there's, a, there's a little bit in you that's sort of like, you, you're not ready to get back out into the whole wear clothes, wear makeup. Nah. Second wave. Second wave. Nah. Second wave. Uh, no, no, we don't want to go that no, far. We, we just want to... <laughs> we just... I think we're just a little bit excited... When cancellations happen. And I know myself, I'm a bit, like, we got an email about the football, right? About our kids' football. Yeah. Mm. And normally I'd have to go and watch and take the other kids. And this email came through saying, just so you know, we've had to cancel on any spectators. And I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So you can't go along. There just needs to be one parent that can just drop them off. No other kids are allowed. So all of a sudden it's like, yes. yes. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so good. That is so good. There's nothing. And I just get excited when people cancel on me, and some people are like, oh, we double booked. I'm so sorry. And you're like, that's okay. I really understand. <laughs> when deep down, you're like, yeah. A real win, though, a yeah. real win is when you have to go to something or you've been invited to something and you agree, but you yeah. don't really want to go. So you yeah. spend like the day or two before where you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this. And then. <laughs> They cancel on you. So mm. you've already gotten the points. You've mm, already yeah. gotten the schnappity schnaps that you were going to do it. Mm. They've cancelled, and then you are able for ages to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, we're so busy, I'd planned everything around that day, mm. and I moved everything I was going to do that day to every other day of my life, so now I can probably never catch up with you again. <laughs> That's such a shame. <laughs> so good. And you don't like them to postpone. You know people go postpone? No. You're yeah. like, no, no, this is a cancel. I'm yeah. not postponing yes. you locking in another day. No, 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 no. This is the deal. cancel. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a friend of mine that was excited that um, she had a lot of weddings to go to because she's got a, a huge family and all her cousins were inviting yeah. to weddings. And she's got so many of those notifications saying, we're really sorry we are still going to go ahead with the wedding, but it's interstate, so we're just reducing numbers. Uh-huh. And she's oh. like, oh, we understand. Oh. We understand. They're like, and we un- please don't get us a present or anything. She's like, no oh, I had one, but okay. <laughs> I'll keep the toaster. Uh, return. And now you don't have to have the conversation on the way to the wedding where you're like, did you get enough money out? 
for the wishing well. Is mm, that yeah. a nice amount? If you're putting our name on the card, you have to put more money in. If you just put a generic card in, you can drop it by about 50 bucks. Who puts a generic card? A gener- you then want they the don't recognition know that you gave a of the money, yeah. Well, I think it's if people, if you're not putting in very much, a lot of people don't want to be known. But they oh, would tick the name uh, off saying, yeah. oh, there's Maddie and Esther, didn't give yeah. anything. Did you cross-reference names at your wedding? <laughs> I totally did. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to send thank you letters. Well, I'll keep yeah. that in mind for your second Do you know wedding. what I mean? So I wanted to send thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to send thank you like letters to people. Just and for, I was just, just for I didn't want to reference. send a letter to someone who didn't give me yeah. money because then that's patronising. Yeah. So that's why I was trying to do the cross I take a photo it. of me and put it over the Queen on the notes so people know who it's from. <laughs> how, much, how much do I need to bring to your second wedding? Second wedding? Uh, I normally think if to cover the cost of like what the dinner would be like I Scotty and I normally put a hundred dollars per person but I guess yeah, weddings have gone up these that's days about standard I think yeah. yeah Stav doesn't give any presents because he thinks his presents is the present if that's going only interstate. for interstate weddings yes if oh, I so paid... if, you, if you've paid to travel, you don't yep. give money? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> My present is your present. That's what you get saying, everyone. You're welcome. Uh, Glad to have me here. Uh, well, cancel, cancel stab everyone. Scrap him off. Uh, but 131060, cancellation elation is what we want to know. When you when What has been cancelled that you're like, I am so pumped for that? Maybe you're someone who doesn't want borders to open because that means that you've been able to cancel all of these family get-togethers. Mm-hmm. I know people who are, the, most of the people who want the borders shut are the ones who want to stay away from people. Yep. Uh, for my mum listening, can you not yeah. suggest it's me? It looks like you're winking at me and I had organised to go to Adelaide. She can't see me winking at you. Yeah, okay, uh, all right. 131060. <laughs> 131060, cancellation, elation. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Cancel, cancel, cancel. We always used to talk about FOMO, fear of missing out, and then it turned to when do you feel excited that you got to miss out? When something has cancelled and with everyone slowing down and not used to going out as much, I think we're struggling, especially winter as well. I'm blaming the weather. Yeah. Well, this new way of life where we can't go places and we're not allowed to fill up our calendars, I'm loving it. Because (laughs) I remember all the time I'd have to cross-reference the calendar and what was in there, and now it's always empty. How's this? I didn't even move it over to June. Oh, you're a badass. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, I used to always move it two days before, so I knew. Sick and now down. I'm like, I think it's still sitting in April or May. Like, well, whatever. Wow. Let's do this, Brisbane. 13, 10, 60. When have you gotten cancellation elation? And, Cal, you had something cancelled and you were elated. Hey, Ray, how are you? Good. Good. Um, yeah, I, so I didn't have to end up sitting in the hospital for three hours for the blood glucose test for being pregnant. I just ended up going in and getting a blood test, and that was done. Oh, cow. <laughs> so does that mean no one ever has to get it done? Because that's a long wait. So you got to go in there, if you guys don't know, and you have like yeah. a little drink, and then you wait, and they do another blood test, and you have another drink, and it's a oh. long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so, very awesome to just go in and get the test done. But the other way is like 100% more accurate. But I passed this one, uh, so it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what ems? <laughs> Uh, Megan and Red Bank Plains, when did you feel that sweet, sweet feeling of cancellation (laughs) elation? Um, I didn't have to take my child to martial arts every day after school. Every day? (laughs) God, yes. I'd have to leave at 2.30 for school, pick up, and not get home till 5. Like, it was just a lot. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Have they been practicing at home, Megan? Yeah, we had online classes and they actually started back last week. So, yeah. How did, you, how did you feel about going back? 
Oh, I I only um, locked in two days and I didn't make it yesterday because I didn't want to go. <laughs> 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 I'm the worst. See, and this is the thing now. I think mm. we can convince ourselves that our kids don't need to do as many cu- yes. extracurricular because they were fine during that yeah. other yes. time, weren't they? Well, yeah. And the online classes are there to stay now on yeah. YouTube. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, well, yeah, that's good. My son did have the first football class last night, though. Yeah, and I said to uh, Scotty because he was the one of the coaches helping out. I said, "How did they go?" And he goes, "To be honest, they're really bad." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're like well behaved, but just they're kicking and all that. They just no, so are the, the Broncos. Huh? Yeah, well, they're yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we all agree to be bad, <laughs> there we yeah, then it's sweet. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. This week is an important week that we almost forgot. Yeah. Um, so I want to bring it to the table, and I blame myself because normally a female has to organise it. Uh, but we do celebrate, you know, International Women's Day, but there's an important week this week, and it's um, Men's Health Week. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it finishes on the 21st. And it is a really important week at the moment, and it's all to do with um, men's health, um, mm. mental health, and talking about um, the facts and the suicide rates because six out of every um, eight suicides here in Australia is a male. Yeah. And the reason why I feel like it's so important at the moment is that they've said about the stats of why men get depression and one of the the highlight of aspect of this which is important at the moment is unemployment males commit suicide at a rate of 4.6 times higher than employed males. Yeah. And when uh-huh. you see yesterday the employment rate that came out, the unemployment rate was 7.1%. Yeah. Mm. There are a lot of guys that had a sense of worth because they were going to work. And it's just it, it just what it is. I know that I grew up with two older brothers and my dad and you guys as well. You've got this sense of being able to provide yeah. for the family and you attach a lot of your worth to your job. It's not even about how much you you know, you know earn mm. or being the highest income earner. It's just being able to feel like you provide for your family. And I think there's a lot of guys right now that are listening that would be suffering. And I – my, my – eldest brother had a a breakdown many years ago and it was to do with his work and it was one of the hardest things because he'd never really spoke about it before Mm. but I felt at the time he didn't actually reach out to his wife and it's not that he wasn't close to her of course it's you know his best friend but he didn't want to let her down and I think we're Mm. so used to feeling like maybe the wife or the partner will be able to help out a guy but often it's just when a guy in a work site says, yeah, I'm really struggling, you know, financially or I'm, I'm struggling at home with the relationship. Mm. It's up to other guys to be able to feel comfortable to talk. And look, it's a lot of pressure on them. And I say, you know, make sure that you encourage them to get professional help. Mm. It is a hard one. Like, you guys know what I'm, I am like with my budget as well and want to stick <laughs> yeah. to a budget and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I always have to keep in check with Esther. Like, I have to explain to her... For me, it's not because I'm trying to withhold money or I'm trying to be controlling. I am every day, and we we negotiate our contracts on different yearly basis. So we all know the day that we could either walk into an office and be told that, no, you're not coming back next year. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, and I don't know what it is for you, Stav, every morning when I get up, I always think about the day that may come where I don't have any money to provide for my family. So saving money for me is always about making sure that my wife and my kids are always going to have something. You know what I mean? You can imagine what sort of a hit your 
mental health would take if that was taken away from you. Uh, okay, absolutely. And so mm. many I'd people are in that situation exactly, you know, now, moment. and I just yeah. feel like they're not reaching out to their partners mm. because they've got fear, they've got embarrassment, and I just I think, hope that we yeah. can take that away mm. and saying you're not, this is a unique situation and you've done such a good job and rely on other guys mm. and, you know, talk to your partner and it's an honest conversation because sure. it was very bleak with my brother and I always get worried about it in the back of my mind because I've had, yeah. you know, mm. dear friends that have um, committed suicide and you always wonder what you could have done to be able to mm. help more and start that conversation and ca- encourage them to get the, professional um, help. Your wife should be your first person that you go to to talk to about that sort of stuff, but sometimes you feel that you can't because you're supposed to be the strong one in the relationship yeah. or the one that, that helps when they fall down. So you don't think that you, you can do that, but that's what how they're many there guys- for. Have said to you as well, like, you know, if you've known pe- people that have got separated, because they go through the list of why guys can get, you know, depression mm. and talking about se- severe depression and they're saying it's relationship breakdowns, yeah, financial strain, mm-hmm. um, and, and a job loss is a huge one of them. And I guess how many times do you hear someone go, oh, you know, finances aren't great, we're really not going well. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, mate, gets a bit hard, she'll be right. See, I, I can also remember, and this this is when I think I, I re- realised I really had to be better at my, with my friend's mental health. We had one of my best mates, his brother ring one day in tears, and I'd, I'd never heard a man cry the way he cried. Mm. And he said, I need you to go over and see my brother because I, I there's nothing more that I can do. And yeah. my other friend and I, we felt really bad because we had just always been like the mates, you know, like just hanging out. It was always yeah. good times. And we never took notice properly. We knew something was going on, but we never actually sat down and went, we need to step in here and help him until his brother called in tears saying, this could be the last week that this person is here. You need to go over to his house right now for me. Yeah. And I think as guys, that's what we need to do is we need to not go, someone else is going to fix that. We need to step in, not wait for your mate to come to you and go, I'm not doing well. You need to see the cues and then step in. It's hard as well. Yeah, that's so true. And it's hard as you guys not to feel like you need to fix it, though. You know, like girls, when they've got a problem, they'll listen and they'll vent and they'll go, Of course, go and see some professional about it. But you guys, I feel like, don't want to engage because you don't know how to fix it. No. Mm. You know, and that's your thing of going, well, if I hear a problem, I've got to come up with a solution. But you actually don't need to come up with a solution. You need to be able to hear, be there for them, Mm. and then offer them to get professional help. Because there is help out there, and we do say if anyone is suffering, Lifeline is 13, Mm -hmm. 11, 14. Well, I'm always here for you, Stabby Boy. And I, I, for you too. I'm probably there for you a bit too much. I know you probably Yeah, you could back back off off a bit. Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Well, this is another zero day for Queensland, and my favourite days are zero days. No <laughs> new cases of COVID-19. Because we are smashing it. The Queensland Health Minister and uh, now Deputy Premier yeah. got a uh, bit of an upgrade to management since we last spoke to him. Stephen Miles, thanks for taking our call, mate. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, congratulations on that, because I know you weren't busy enough um, just being the health <laughs> minister. So um, congratulations on the promotion. Yeah, that's, that's what I needed, a few more meetings to go to, but um, I'm really enjoying it. That's quite a privilege. Hey, uh, good stuff um, that you're allowing 2,000 people into um, into sporting arenas now. When, when can we up that? When are we going to be able to get like our, our 25% in, do you reckon? Yeah, look, I, I, we really want to see how it goes this weekend. We've put a, 
put some really good plans in place. And actually, there's lots we can do in stadiums. People buy their tickets usually with their uh, memberships, so we're able to to keep records of who's sitting where. We can distance people out, keep them into into sections where they're using you know dedicated toilets, that kind of thing. So uh, we want we want to test it out. We're a bit worried about what the crush afterwards in terms of people getting out after the game is like. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we just got to monitor that, and then we want to gradually go up to that that twenty five percent mark. It'll be great. I know this is probably a, a very dangerous time because there's the restrictions ease, and it does seem like it's it's almost gone. And I've had a lot of people say to me, well, "There's only five active cases, and we should all just get be getting straight back to business." But is there a possibility that there's cases we're not aware of out there, and that's why we need to still ease this out as much as possible? There could there could be some. Uh, we're not too worried about that, but there are mm-hmm. still cases coming back from overseas and we know there's a lot of new active cases in Victoria and so uh, we, just, we just don't want to end up in the same position as lots of other places. Beijing's just had to close their schools again because yeah. they're on a second wave. Yeah. Stephen, this might seem like a ridiculous question, um, but back to the football, how you, you know, you've opened it up. Is it going to stop like beverages and food service to try and, I guess, slow people getting up and going to the bar? Yeah, they're working on being able to serve food in uh, in seats, and because we're we're only putting people in every second row, we'll be able to have food service running along that vacant row. So uh-huh. uh, it might see a return of the kegs on legs that some of you might remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It, well, be, I think it was called something else at the cricket, but yes. yeah, <laughs> it'll be similar to you know. I, I reckon they should run it like when you go to a gold class movie. You know how you order all of yeah. your stuff at the start and you yes. tell them at the increments at which you want yeah. it. So then you just That's sit great. there and they just bring it. <laughs> to you. I actually think you have created one of the greatest things. It will create new jobs. Ever, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, you, you might not need to slide four beers under your seat. You can... Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and pay that extra dollar for that. You know, you always got the cup holder and you, I always think to myself, I'm bringing this with me to the next game and then I don't. <laughs> Spewing. Um, uh, Stephen, do people need to, like, I'm going to a lot of different businesses, and like you said, like, you want people to go to the football where you've got their membership so you can track them down if there is a case. And is that sort of, I mean, I guess at restaurants, so you've got to give all your details, and where I'm going, they're asking whether you have the app. So people can't, I guess, insist on it, but they're allowed to l- at least ask. Yeah, that's right. We, we didn't want it to be mandatory because we wanted people to uh, to willingly do it. But uh, the more people who do, the easier that contact tracing is. And we want to know if we have a case, we can get on to everyone really quickly, as well as reduce the number of people who have to go into quarantine. He, with the border stuff, right, well, that's all that's been in the news. Um, uh, with Anastasia Palaszczuk, we're keeping the border shut. The Premier of New South Wales, Berejiklian, she is, like, really annoyed about it. Do you, why is she annoyed? Does she have a holiday house here or something? <laughs> well, you, you can't blame them if you're stuck in gloomy old Sydney through through winter. You probably do want to take a drive up to the Goldie or yeah. Nusa, but uh, for now, for now, Queensland's for Queenslanders, and uh, we do hope to to welcome our southern neighbours back once they've got control of the COVID. Because I, I get like you're people, right though. She seems like it's personal. Yeah, yeah, like people here in I guess the tourism people are saying we want the Sydney people. Um, so I, I can see some of their arguments, but I don't know why she is fanging to come here so much. Uh, I'm not sure either. All I can all I can think is she wants to come check out our beaches again. Yeah, <laughs> Bondi does suck. It's overcrowded. I can understand. Yeah. Um, well, Stephen, we have been a little bit desperate as well. I don't know if you've spoken to your boss, um, Anastasia Palaszczuk, because um, <laughs> she has been busy, and we have been asking on um, to come on our show. Can you just? 
pass that on to her. Yeah, I, I got a meeting with her this other. I'll mention it there. I'll tell. Not her. that we're not happy. I don't with feel you. like you won't. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll mate, um, we do appreciate everything that you've been doing. Um, how many days straight have you worked now? Uh, it's 143 <laughs> days, I think, since our first Ooh. case. So it's been uh, it's been a pretty busy year. You'll be wow. jumping on the Jetstar sale at 9 o'clock, won't you? So you can go and get yourself a good holiday. $19 fares, but I'm not going to Sydney. I'm going to go north. Yeah, hey, good stuff. Yeah, good ones. Hey, mate, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks for calling through this morning. Good on you, guys. Thanks good so on you, mate. There is Stephen Miles, the Queensland Minister for Health and the Deputy Premier, doing a great job uh, to keep us all stay uh, safe. We are going to play Alpha Bucks Lucky Dip next. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play it Monday. Your three answers if you want to practice are... Anyone? Pine... No, you do it, Matty. A... <laughs> the most painful fruit, pineapple. Panthers, there's apparently one of them on the loose in Sydney at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Great great cheese. Check out great deals at your Suzuki dealer and take advantage of the instant tax write-off. T's and C's apply. Staff, Abby and Matt's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Here we go, everybody. It's the Lucky Dip edition. If you get on, you are guaranteed the daily prize. You get 10 out of 10. You come back for an All-Stars round for $10,000. Who we got today? We got Jessica from Aspley. Morning, Jessica. Oh, well, Good morning. Now, mm-hmm. that's right. If you get 10 out of 10 today, you will come back and play for the 10 grand, but you're guaranteed a prize today if you can answer all 10 questions that Abby's about to throw at you, and we okay. give you 30 seconds to do that. Every answer has to start okay. with the letter that she will tell you, and say pass if you don't know to give yourself as much time as possible, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. All right, so C for cutie. That's the letter for people playing at okay. home. All right, first question, Jess. Name something a hairdresser does. Cut. Name a shape's flavour. Uh, chicken crimpy. Name a game you can play. Um, pass. Name something you can plug in. Uh, chord. Name a movie. Clueless. Name a comedian. Charlie Chaplin. Name something uh, that lives in the ocean. Um, a crustacean. Name a designer bag label. Ch- um, Chanel. And name a car part. Uh, uh, <laughs> Going very well. Um, seven out of ten. The only one you passed on was name a game you can play. You could have had cricket, chess, mm. or croquet. Oh, so easy now. Uh, <laughs> always is. Yeah. Uh, all right, Abby is right there in the prize room. Abby, please tell the wonderful Jessica what she's won this morning. Thank you so much for playing. You've just got yourself a hundred dollar Euro Shop voucher. Euro Shop oh, has been adapting to deliver a delicious Greek food to your door through the Euro Shop app. Order now using the promo code HUNGRY to get free delivery on your first five orders. $100 voucher. Enjoy. Yeah, nice. That sounds perfect. Thank you so much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Arts graduates across the developed world. Yes, I obtained a creative arts degree. I want to leave a creative legacy. And I'll also be leaving a hefty loan for my loved one. A useless degree. (laughs) Oh, look, we're in trouble without the arts. You know? (laughs) 
I don't think a lot of people realise that, but yeah. Hey, an, no, ar- an arts degree is a, like a, a stepping stone, isn't it? Like if no, you do it's well, it's not it- a stepping stone. You graduate <laughs> with an arts. You don't need to go into another degree. It's like you do. You can do like history, or you can do sociology, psychology. I'm defending it because yeah, yes, like I started an, an arts, arts degree, degree yeah, yeah. and I paid a lot for that hex bill. But I'm, and that's I've never been to university, so I am yeah. not in a place to judge. But I, a lot of my friends who got went and did arts degree said they're doing that so then they can go and do something else. Well, they obviously didn't get higher marks to be able to Is do that it. What, what, yeah, to do it. Right, yeah, it's okay. not supposed to be, but often you can then go in and you can do extra subjects to do um, um, like journalism or communications or marketing. Yeah, a real job. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. The unis have been um, criticised for years saying that they're not pay- making people job ready because, uh, the, you know, the law degrees that they offer and then all of a sudden there's so many lawyers that are unemployed. And there's people all over the world that tried to sue them saying, but you said there was jobs out there. So, look, they are trying to do things a bit different and there's a big announcement coming um, from the Education Minister today because they're going to announce that there's going to be more incentives for some uni um, positions. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that the nursing qualifications is just going to cost um, $3,700 per year and science and engineer degrees will drop as well. But meanwhile, humanitarian um, humanities degrees, um, such as the arts degrees, are expected to jump six thousand. So you could be paying fourteen thousand a year to do an arts degree. If they're cheap, I might get a degree. Yeah, you got to that, that's have, how it works. You just buy them. Huh. <laughs> you got to pass. If you didn't have the the grades at uni, you got to do a tertiary, like a higher. Yeah, but you, you get to a test. certain age where they don't worry about that, don't no, you? No, you just show no. them your, um, your crew award from McDonald's and you go straight in, Maddie. <laughs> I got staff member of the month multiple times. That's You've enough. got to actually sit a test. <laughs> sit a test. I don't think it would be great. To just have, what kind of questions would they have? <laughs> well, it's year, like year 11 and 12. Yeah, I could probably fail that. Cram for that. <laughs> You'd have to sit that to get into uni, but I'd yeah, like to see. Right. What would you do? IT? Teaching? Radio? Maths? Uh, I don't know. Ma- radio would come under arts, by the way. Arts. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't know what I'd do. I'd do something, something like maybe sciencey. Science was my best, um, <laughs> was my best spot. If you call it sciencey, you're sciencey. probably not going to be a scientist. Do no, you know what I mean? Science yeah. was, my best, yeah. was my best subject at school. I used to get B's for science. Biology, oh, uh, physics, chemistry, which one? Chemistry, yeah. yeah. I learned to cook something. That's yeah, what I do. Oh, God. Okay, I'm trying okay. to come up with a, you know, a, a a, a cancery cure, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, you laugh now, but then I when, I, when no, I we'll do still it, be laughing. When, we'll I, still when, be I, when you're in the hospital, I administer it too. I'm like, I would not. I would not take your cure. Really? Okay. Well, you wouldn't get in. I mean, no offense, Manny, but you know, you wouldn't get in. Why? You don't know that. Well, I hope you sit it and t- pass it and prove me wrong. And I will. No, you won't. In a sciencey sort of area of <laughs> if QUT, are listening. You can, I can be. What, what do they call it when An you honorary doctorate? You want no, an honorary? No, no, no. no. You, scholarship. They want to give no. you. You can't a just go to a pharmacy and know the correct terms to use for the type of drugs you want. That is not the sciencey you need. I know that you can take Panadol and Nurofen together. Science, science. But we want to know thirteen ten sixty. Have you done an arts degree? And what are you doing now? Yeah. Because it does seem like, and I can say this, it seems like a la-di-da, because what was I going to do studying so- sociology? Like, what was I going to become? A sociologist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did, you, did you do your arts degree pre or post the mole? Uh, before, yeah, before. So I straight after school, I went and did psychology. 
Yeah. So I, I actually did well at school, so I went into behavioural science, and then I dropped out of that to do the arts degree so I could do drama. Right. <laughs> so you went from something behaviourally to something drama-y instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in technical terms. Uh, well, well, yeah, we just want to know what you studied yeah. and now what are you doing. I mean, maybe you're doing, you even studied a law degree. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to know what you're working as now. All right, 13, you study at uni and 10, what 60. Phones are open, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Arts graduates across the developed world. Yes, I obtained a creative arts degree. I want to leave a creative legacy. And I'll also be leaving a hefty loan for my loved one. A useless degree. <laughs> it's dependent, isn't it? Ah, uh, look, yes. there's big announcements today from the education minister who's going to say that they're going to give incentives, financial incentives, to job relevant degrees. That's to quote them, meaning like IT, health, teaching, science, mathematics, even um, agriculture as well, which is an uh-huh. important one. But they're saying um, they're going to be lowered, but arts degrees, which they're saying are not as relevant, are going to be increased to have more less people study them. So, uh, we're asking harsh. you... Um, what what degree did you do and what did you end up doing with your life? Um, Ellen's in Richlands. You did yourself an arts degree? I did, yes. And what are you doing now? Um, so I've just finished my Masters of Primary Teaching. Wow. Oh. So did you have to go back after the arts? So you did the arts degree and then went into teaching? No, I, I did my um, arts degree majoring in linguistics because I had no idea what I wanted to do after oh. school. Um, and then I worked for a bit, um, and then I went back um, three and a half years ago to do my master's. I did it online, um, and yeah, so now I'm a primary teacher, and my arts degree actually, um, I'm now a qualified Spanish teacher, and um, um, English is a second language teacher, so that my arts degree helped me oh, there you go. Um, in my master's degree, yeah. Right. So an arts degree is like, I imagine them to be, you know, those really uh-huh. big packets of chips you buy when it's got all the different flavours in it? Yes. You know, the little tiny flavours. Like, yes. the big <laughs> one's the arts degree. But once you look in there, you're like, look at all these opportunities. Do you know what? That is the dumbest and smartest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> Thank you. It's the most diverse, I yeah. guess, degree that you could do. Yeah. Yeah, good one. No, no. Uh, hey, Erin, eat the vulture. <laughs> You've actually done an arts degree as well. <laughs> do it Oh, we've got a oh. bad phone line. Hang on, we'll come back to you. Uh, Mick. Yes, good morning. Morning. You what did, did you study degree? at uni? I did two degrees in music and sound audio. Oh. oh, in arts, yeah. And what do you do now? I now am a concreter and I operate concrete pumps. <laughs> okay. Do you sing while you do it? <laughs> yeah, occasionally. you got to have fun on the slide. <laughs> what did you want to do? I mean, you obviously wanted to do something different when you came out of the arts. What was your, your main goal? Well, I left school and I love music, so I went straight into the field I wanted to. And then I kind of I got to the stage where I was like, oh, do I want to do it or not? And I jumped into saying, try it, just to try it out. And then four years later, I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. And I haven't even looked at my degrees. Mm. Uh, Janelle and Karen Dale, um, did you use your arts degree to get into the arts? No. Good morning, guys. Morning. Um, morning. I actually studied IT and business management with a major in marketing, Ooh. and uh-huh. I am currently a cake maker. Cake maker? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, like that. a cake How artist. good are you at marketing your cakes, though? Uh, I think I'm pretty good, considering <laughs> that I only have word of mouth and I don't really advertise. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, not using and the that's, marketing degree. That's big in marketing, isn't it? They go, all right, guys, yeah. the number one thing in marketing you is word of mouth. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Good on you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. That's the podcast. Ciao, everybody. Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit